views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow, everyone. I want to welcome all of you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I love, 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 love doing what I get to do. And it is so cool. I get to hang out with some really, really cool people who do it. Today, Allie Katz is joining me here today. Live More Radio. She is my co-host for today. Stress Less, Live More. And we're going to be talking about something that we don't talk about enough, I don't believe. Acts of kindness and decluttering your life. Acts of kindness. Do you even really have a sense of what an act of kindness is and you know is it that thing you do to get something in exchange well I don't know maybe maybe not but we are going to be talking with Allie about it today for those of you out there you know you all know who she is and by the way we're going to save the last segment for a special meditation you know we're going to learn about how we can create balance in our lives, how we can stress less and live more. Meditation and mindfulness is what Allie does. She works with people all over the world, and she helps all of us understand that we can truly live an authentic life. How we show up is what a day-to-day process of meditation is all about, Allie loves meditation. She loves it in a way that has now become a calling. So what if you can work and live in a place where balance, joy, and happiness, these are what folks receive when they work with Allie, or you can simply sign up for her newsletter and get her daily meditation, or you can get a copy of her book. It is a good one. Hot Mess to Mindful Mom. 40 ways to bring balance, joy, and happiness into your everyday life. Yeah, every day. Today, though, it's all about acts of kindness and decluttering your life. Allie, thank you for joining me here today. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I love being here. You know, I want to tell you, you know, you and I were chatting during break, and I said to you, I said, you know, we do not talk about kindness enough. And I shared a couple of scenarios, maybe one in particular, where I got to experience the receiving end of kindness. And and I got a big dose of it. But, you know, I think kindness is this thing that is about as misunderstood as the word forgiveness. Because we think we're being kind in in some way. But really what it is is we're kind of doing something to get something. So can you enlighten us on what are random acts of kindness and what role do they play in us 
living more and stressing less. Well, it's interesting you say that about wanting to get something in return. <laughs> Acts of kindness are a little more selfless, right? Yeah. Um, it's really just about lifting the vibration around you and be doing something for to make someone else happy. Not necessarily because you're going to get something, but it kind of works both ways because making other people happy and doing something kind does make you happy too. You're lifting your vibration. You are getting in a really amazing space energetically where it isn't about you, but inevitably you do feel good too. And there's never a wrong time to be kind. Like I always say when I'm in a bad mood, being kind lifts me up. It gets me outside of myself. It gets me into the present moment. It gets me out of my head. It gets me out of my ego. And when I can channel any energy that, you know, I kind of want to shift into being kind, it does me a world of good too. So it's not that I'm doing it to get something in return, but you can't help but feel good when you're making someone else happy. But you're really focusing on someone else's needs other than your own. Does that make sense? It does. And, you know, one of the things that um, I think is so important to talk about is that, you, you know, there is, there is an energy and a force field of kindness that can operate in our lives. And what do I even mean by that? You know, there is something that happens to us from the inside out, which demonstrates, right, which demonstrates to us how we're showing up in the world. And we don't really talk about that that often, right? You know, and and we have this idea about, well, you know, Allie, I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty kind most of the time, uh, but we have, but I'm not, you know, why am I, why do I want to be kind to this guy over here or my boss or, you know what, some days, am I not allowed to have a bad mood? Okay, tell me how all of these energies and vibrations affect our ability to even show up as, you know, kindness personified. Well, you know, we are responsible for our energy. So we do need to be aware and, and take responsibility for when our energy is high, is high, we want to spread that. When our energy is low, we want to shift it. And it's not that you're not entitled to be in a bad mood. Of course, we're human and that happens. But you choose whether you want to stay in that space or you want to shift it. So what you put your attention on gets bigger. So if you want to be in a bad mood and focus on your bad mood, it will get bigger and take over your whole day. But you do have the choice to shift that and shift yourself to a better place so that goodness comes into your day and becomes bigger. And so we are responsible for making that choice for ourselves. And no one can do it for us. We have to do it. And the more you practice it, the easier it gets and the more you want to be in that positive energetic space and the amazing thing is you're modeling for other people how to do that you're giving people permission to do the same thing too so we all feed off of each other's energy sometimes so if you can lift yourself up you'll end up lifting up the people around you and really really creating an amazing atmosphere for your day and who wouldn't want that it's almost well, like you've heard that term like be the lighthouse Spread the light. If you're the light, you give other people permission to share their light, too. I love it. And, you know, let's talk about this. You know, you work with people all over the world. Now you have put out this fabulous book. I want to, I want to talk for a minute about the book. And I want to talk for a minute about your own personal journey in the past six months. You know, when you and I first met, there were a lot of things on the table that you were working on that were going to happen. 
and then they happened. And sometimes when we have a dream and we go out into the world, things happen to us, things happen in life. And so I think this is just me now, perhaps one of the more stressful things that happens to us sometimes or happens in our lives, unless we're you, is we're launching a book and a book campaign, you know, hot mess, right? And we're out in the world, thousands and thousands and thousands of people, you know, got free copies of your book. I want to ask you this question. What has this journey been like for you? Um, You know, it's been amazing because... I, so much of my journey happened before I wrote the book, which is all the material in the book, these 40 ways to bring balance, joy, and happiness into your into your life. And so I lived all of these things, and then I wrote about them. But I will say, being so much more in the public eye now and people kind of looking to me to see what I'm going to do and how I'm going to handle situations has made me want to model even more wonderful behavior and kindness and not that I wasn't doing that before but it it makes me even work harder and enjoy doing it and and wanting to be the lighthouse even more because I do have this amazing opportunity to influence people and show people how wonderful it is to be kind and to live in joy and to live with balance and how to do that and what it brings to your life so I'd say it's even solidified my practices even more and taken them to the next level and given me even another, you know, level of awareness. Because, listen, I still have bad days. People say all the time, well, your life must be perfect because you do all this stuff. And I say, no, I still feel stressed and I still feel triggered and life still happens. But because I have a self-care practice, I can recover so much quicker. I can take myself to a better space energetically when I am feeling down. I can get myself out of it. So that's why I encourage people to bring all these practices into their life and really, you know, make them rituals and part of what they do day to day because you do recover so much faster. You get yourself to a better place when you need to. And it's easier to stay there. Wow. You know, I mean, one of the things we'll talk about throughout the show today is, you know, the influence of kindness in our lives. What happens when we step out into the world? And what are some of the, you know, uh, favorite acts of kindness that we can give to all of you out there that would help us understand that this is not a negotiable, this is not something we negotiate. This is something that we can do 24-7. And what are some of the ways that we can do it? I love it. And you know, how about ourselves? What does it even mean to be kind to ourselves? Do you put yourself last? Do you think about, wait a minute, I got this, that, the other thing, my work, my family, and then you are not even on the list for the kindness juice. Let's take a short break. Allie Katz is in the house. When we come back, we'll let you know how you can get a copy of her book, how you can find out more about her, sign up for a newsletter, and lots more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back, everyone. Feeling my way through the darkness Guided by a beating heart I can't tell where the journey will end But I know where to start preceding audio was via a Skype call. 
Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of chronic diseases, it's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio and help keep our mission strong for the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease we are not going to let you down we're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio the message will continue the conversations will become stronger and the healing epic The doctor is in. Tune in to the hit show, The Psychic Love Doctor, with host Deborah Lee. Deborah's life-affirming, highly perceptive reading method has taught Deborah how to zero in on specific problems with relationships, career pursuits, and current roadblocks to success and happiness. Join Deborah Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific and for a special broadcast the second Thursday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie DeLuce at info at ronniedeluceonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie DeLuce, your partner in wellness. The following audio is via a Skype call. Too young to understand. They say I'm caught up in a dream. Well, life will pass me by if I don't open up my eyes. So that's fine by me. So wake me up when it's Wow. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's so great to have you all here. Acts of kindness and decluttering your life. Allie, before we talk about some of your favorite acts of kindness, right? So that we can, you know, give folks an idea about what we're talking about. Because I think, as I said earlier, I think kindness is about as misunderstood as forgiveness. But before we jump into it, uh, please tell folks how they can get a copy of your book. And also, how can they find out more about you and sign up for your newsletter? Awesome. I'd love to. Well, you can find me at livemoreradio.com. And again, as Pat was saying, I am a meditation teacher. I am a life coach specializing in self-care for moms. So I help moms that feel stressed and overwhelmed and ready to crack find balance and calm and peace and joy in their lives. And I love doing that. And um, you can find me at Live More Radio. You can sign up for my newsletter. 
And it comes out once a week full of inspiration and motivation and tips and ideas. And then you can also find my book, Hot Mess to Mindful Mom, on Amazon in paperback or Kindle version. Awesome. So that's why you can get all my good stuff. Awesome. I love it. All right, Allie, I can't wait to hear. We're going to do two things, right? We're going to talk about what some of our favorite acts of kindness are. This is so fun. And then we're going to talk about what do we need to do not to leave ourselves out of the equation. I, I have to tell you, you know, I was talking about this this morning where I've been putting off, putting off, putting off, putting off, putting off, getting my nails done. And, you know, and somebody said to me, why is that, Pat? And so I'm waiting to hear you take us on this journey. <laughs> Acts of kindness for others and then acts of kindness for ourselves. Go ahead. Go for it. Perfect. Well, let's start with other people because like we said before the break, there's never a wrong time to be kind and we really are focusing on someone else's needs instead of our own, which keeps us in the present moment, keeps us focusing on really positive things. One thing I love doing is giving compliments freely. I just compliment people left and right. It makes people feel so good to hear that their outfit looks nice or their hair looks nice or you love the meal that they cooked or it could be anything and it doesn't it's so easy to give someone a compliment so easy to say you look really nice today think about how you are lifting someone's spirit for the whole day after that it's amazing and the more you start complimenting people you know the more you'll love doing it because you'll see the reactions and It's also important when people compliment you to just say thank you. Don't get into that space of, oh, this shirt, I don't like this shirt. Just learn to accept a compliment. Give compliments freely and accept compliments freely because the other person wants to make you feel good too, okay? And then another thing I love to do is treating the person in line behind me. I know there's kind of a phenomenon of this. I learned this years ago from my husband, who's the first person that I ever saw do this. And, you know, at Starbucks or the bagel shop or the juice place, you know, just saying, I'll take, you know, my coffee and whatever this wonderful lady behind me would like or this lovely gentleman or whoever it is. And then it's it's amazing because you can start a chain reaction and sometimes you can see how long it can go. I've heard of people getting to like 20 people in line paying for each other, which is really, really nice. Another thing I love is to leave an extra big tip for a waitress or a waiter. I waitressed my way through college. I put myself through school waitressing and it was so hard. So I have so much respect for how hard that people work in restaurants and I always leave an extra big tip. This could also be at the nail place, for a haircut, um, when you're picking up a sandwich, it doesn't matter. It doesn't only have to be a waitress, but leaving a really nice tip. People work really, really hard. And trust me, when I was a waitress, if someone left an extra big tip, even an extra dollar or two, it would lift my spirits so much. And so I love doing that for other people. One thing I did one time that I loved was to leave notes around town on people's cars. I wrote out um, little index cards that said, like, have a great day, or you're awesome, or somebody loves you, just like really cute, nice phrases. And I put them under people's windshields. So when they got in their car, I put them like under the windshield wiper to hold it down. And when they got in their car, they had this beautiful message. And that was nothing about me. I didn't get to see, I didn't stick around to see them find them. It just knowing that it was going to make someone's day made me really happy. 
Another thing that's wonderful to do is to cook for someone. Um, when someone has a baby or if they're not feeling well, or just to be sweet, even if it's not, you know, a hard circumstance, but you're baking cookies, double the recipe and drop them off to a friend. You know, just make someone feel like they're really, really cared about. And another thing that I love too are spontaneous texts and emails or notes. And just say, nothing at all. I just was thinking about you. Isn't it nice to know when someone's thinking about you? Yeah. For no reason. They're not asking you a question. They don't need anything from you. They just want to say hi, and they miss you, and they're thinking about you. So that's actually the one I probably even do the most. I guess the compliments and the spontaneous text. I write people all the time saying, I'm just thinking about you. Because I would love to get a message like that. Absolutely. And, you know, part of this that we're talking about here today is that, you know, sometimes, Allie, right, we have to go out of our way to practice some things that may not be natural to us. So what do I even mean by that? I mean, there's a level of mindfulness, and I would love for you to talk about this, because you also, you know, work with people about truly understand the level of empowerment that comes from mindfulness. And, you know, sometimes we don't even know what we don't know. And this is really, for me, kindness is a, it's a muscle, and we have to build this muscle if it doesn't come naturally to us. And I want to know what your thoughts are about that. Because there are some folks that, that are just clueless about how to even go about this. Well, lots of things are like that. Building up that muscle memory that is even that happens in meditation, that happens in taking care of yourself and being kind to others. You have to practice. All of this is a practice. So you don't wake up one day and, you know... It just comes naturally to be kind to every human being you meet. When you practice it and you see what it does for others and what it does for you, it makes you want to do it more. You know, in the beginning, maybe you set yourself a reminder. Maybe you put a little sticky note on your car, you know, or your computer or your desk and just says, give a compliment or, you know, have an alarm go off on your phone that says send a text to somebody like, you can remind yourself if it doesn't come naturally and the more you do it the more you get in the habit of doing it so I love the way you said that you are creating muscle memory and you'll want to do it more when you see how good it feels and then you have the chance to inspire other people which feels amazing too so let's talk about this for a minute in terms of now okay I, I get what you're saying about others. I mean, what do you think about my comment where we don't even know we're putting ourselves last on the kind list, the kindness list? We this don't even know. all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's like they say on the airplane, put on your own oxygen mask before those that you're caring for. You have to fill up your own cup so that you have something to give other people. If you let yourself become totally depleted, you have nothing to give those that you love and care for. You have to take care of yourself. Honestly, you have to take care of yourself first. You take care of yourself first so you have enough to give other people. And I'm a mom, my whole life is about my kids, but my self-care has to come first or I don't have enough to give them. So I take care of myself first every morning. I get up, I like to have you know, time before the kids wake up to do my meditation, to do a little spiritual reading, to say a prayer, to, you know, get situated. I'll put something inspirational on Facebook or Instagram. I have to start my day in a way that feels good to me 
so that I can be the best mom possible, so I can be the best wife, I can be the best teacher. You know, I'm with students all day. My energy has to be in the right place. I have to have enough of it because I want to show up to my classes and my coaching clients 100% of myself. And if I don't take care of myself, I can't do that. So people have to understand, like, it's not selfish to do self-care. You know what I mean? It's necessary. Right. You know, let's talk about this. I mean, you know, I, I kind of made a, a comment to about the fact that, wait a minute, you know, I've been putting off, putting off, putting off, getting my nails done, right? Uh, and somebody commented like, oh my gosh, if you mention your nails one more time, probably the listeners right now, they're like, please, we'll send you a gift certificate. Just get them done. But that's not even it. You know, it's this conversation about uh, looking at our lives, we're at the place where we're so busy that uh, we can't even carve out an hour. Now, this is probably a point where people say, wow, you got to have more fun. But I'm one of these people that I love what I do. But this is really one of these areas that we have to really define kindness for ourselves, don't we? And it may not be about the nails. What are some of the ways, you know, that you know, you have worked with clients to help them find that place just to even get used to the notion, right? Well, I think the first step is awareness of Mm -hmm. how much time you spend doing other things. I always always ask people, well, how much time do you spend a day on Facebook? You know, that time on Facebook, as fun as it is and as fun as it is to connect and, you know, socialize on Facebook, you could have an hour go by all of a sudden. Well, there's your hour that you could have gotten your nails done. So sometimes you do have to prioritize your time and be aware of how you're spending it. But there's lots of things you can do that aren't expensive, that don't even take that much time to really, really treat yourself with some love and kindness. So some of my favorites are enjoying a wonderful indulgence, okay? So my favorites dark chocolate, hands down, and I am a tea junkie, a teaaholic. So this is what I consider one of the biggest acts of kindness I do for myself every day. I love to drink chai tea mistos, where it's like half water and half milk with chai tea and honey and cinnamon, and oh, it's so good. And I like the way I make it at home best, even better than Starbucks, so I make it at home. So I spent all, like, years microwaving my milk. And it was not not so great, microwave milk. And I was like, you know what? I'm getting myself a milk steamer. And every day, I take 30 seconds and I steam my milk. I'm like, I am worth it. This 30 seconds is an act of kindness for myself to make myself the best tea, the tea that I love, you know, without the microwave milk. So it's that little thing. But I'm showing love to myself. I'm saying I'm worth it. I'm a priority. I'm worth some steam milk. So that is one example. Just taking that extra little step for yourself. Buying yourself flowers. You don't need to wait for someone to give you flowers. You can get them at the grocery store. Next time you're picking up bread and milk and eggs, grab even an inexpensive bunch of flowers, but you'll feel so good caring for yourself. A mani-pedi was on my list, just like you need. (laughs) This one, free, totally free, time in nature. The older I get, the more time in nature I need. So it is really a kindness to myself to even just stop what I'm doing sometimes and taking a walk around the block and just getting some fresh air, feeling the sun, hearing the birds chirp. Amazing to spend some time outside. This one's kind of fun. Every change of season, I get a new lipstick. 
I just think it's fun a couple times a year to change it with the season, feel like you're kind of current and up to date. You can get it at the drugstore. It's not a big expense, like five bucks and you feel great. And then sometimes we also need to just let ourselves veg. I had to get off the hamster wheel feeling like I had to be doing something every second running around my house like a lunatic. And I really just decided, you know what, I need to veg too and it's okay to watch a show that I enjoy or just lay on the couch and read for an hour and not feel like I have to be doing dishes or I have to be doing laundry or I have to be doing something all the time. But letting yourself just relax and sit and do something fun without feeling bad about it. You know, just being kind enough to yourself to say, I need a break and to take it without feeling guilty. Oh, there's no question about it. And you know, part of this, we'll talk about this and much more when we come back from break. For those of you out there, We've got lots to talk with you about. Allie Katz is in the house. When we come back, how does kindness help us declutter? How does it help us declutter? Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back with the show. Preceding audio was via a Skype call. The new era of financial planning is upon us, where it is just as important to focus on your inner wealth game as it is your outer wealth game. Wouldn't you like to be in the forefront of this new groundbreaking financial movement? Lynn Brown, award-winning financial planner, energy coach, and international radio host, will share real, actionable money wisdom infused with empowering tips fear-busting exercises, and money-growing magnetism. Aren't you ready to create your fully financially healthy life? Join Lynn for this free two-hour full-spectrum financial planning workshop in Bellevue, Washington on October 8th or October 13th from 6 to 8 p.m. Space is limited and will fill up fast, so call Lynn today at 425-372-4749. That's 425-372-4749. Light food and beverages will be included. See you there. Tune in to Prescience Life Radio with host Mia Simone. Mia is devoted to sharing her extensive knowledge on the invisible worlds of energy. Join Mia and discover the science of intuition and connect with your greatest gift. Start living in your potential today and every day by opening up to the power of inner knowledge. To learn more about Mia, visit Presciencelife.com. Do you want the freedom to spend more time with your loved ones? Travel the world? Live spontaneously? Get ready, because the Chip Justice Show is here. Hosts Dr. Pat Vasily and Chip Justice can help you build meaningful success while embracing life. Living a life you love is the end game in this new, inspirational, and empowering show. Positive changes for a life you'll love. Tune in every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit PositiveChangeInstitute.co for more information. 
My dream is to end homelessness. My passion is living a green life. My dream is to end poverty. My passion is volunteering. My passion is making a difference. My dream is to cure Lyme disease. My passion is rebuilding communities. My passion is helping those in need. My passion is caring for the elderly. My dream is to find a cure for cancer. My dream is to leave a better world for my children. We all have that special passion, that lifelong dream that drives us to live our lives with meaning and to create a better world. No matter what drives you, we can all make an impact. Dr. Pat Basili is helping others make their dreams come true so we can all help make our world a better world. To learn more about how Dr. Pat is building a community of sharing hope, strength, funds, knowledge, and information, visit abetterworldcrowdfunding.com today. That's abetterworldcrowdfunding.com. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Acts of Kindness and Decluttering Your Life. Allie Katz joining me here today. Allie Katz, Live More Radio, Stress Less, Live More. We're talking about kindness, but now, Allie, it's like, okay, wait a minute. How does decluttering fit in to acts of kindness? This is going to be interesting. (laughs) Well, because when you declutter your life, you're making room for all the right things you want. You're freeing up space. So it's interesting. You can do this like literal space around your home. You can also declutter your mind, declutter your mind of worry. And it's funny. I always tell my clients, there's such a difference between worrying and planning because I think people sometimes get them confused. I know that I used to. I used to feel like, you know, planning and worrying were the same, but Planning is when you're thinking about the future in terms of something that you need to do. You need to plan for retirement. You need to plan for your kids to go to college. You plan a trip. Something that's actually going to happen. Worry is when you're thinking about something that may or may not happen because 90% of what we worry about doesn't actually happen. So we're bringing all this chaos into our life and into our thoughts for something that may not even happen. So we want to clear some of those those cluttering thoughts of worry, you know, from our mind so that we can make space for what's happening in the present and we can be in the here and now because that's what's real and that's what we want to be enjoying. That's where the joy is in the present moment. So we are we do declutter our physical space and we also declutter our mental space. You know, and what's the relationship between kindness and clutter? Because the opposite of decluttering is clutter. And well, let's talk about clutter for a yeah, minute. I, the whole body, mind, spirit part of that thing. I, for one, cannot function with too much clutter around me. I think people have different levels of tolerance for this. Mine is kind of low. So for me, it is an act of kindness to clear my space so that I can live my best life, concentrate on what I want to concentrate on, really focus. That is something I crave. I have to do that for myself. When it's too cluttered around me, I can't really think as straight and as clear, and I don't feel like I'm in the kindest environment. 
So when I clean up my environment, to me it is an act of kindness. And it's funny, I used to years ago be a bit of a neat freak, but I married someone who is the opposite. So I did have to loosen up a little bit. And then I had kids, and then I had to loosen up a little bit more, but I can't let it go too far because then I'm not being kind to myself and I'm not taking care of myself. So I have to kind of find that balance between being freaky about it and just being kind to myself and keeping it in check. Are you more of a neat freak or a messy person? Uh, I'm a neat, I'm not a neat freak. I'm kind of in the middle. Um, I like my things. Um picked up you know it's that kind of thing but I also have a split personality you can come in my house on any one given day and when I'm going through a project you will find it everywhere you'll find it on the tables you'll find it on the floor you know as I'm working through a project so I wouldn't consider myself a neat freak because you know I don't mind that but when the project is done it gets put away okay so I'm a processing uh, hot mess Gotcha. Well, I just went through that um, past week. I Well, I'll talk about my sort of decluttering journey that I'm on right now. But right. I went with my kids, and we went through every book, every toy, every everything. There are 20 bags for the Salvation Army on my porch waiting as we speak, probably doing this show. They're picking them all up. So I had a week where everything was kind of piled all over the place. But it's okay. It's all going to a good home this afternoon. But, you know... Last year, I did my office. I had an organizer come. I didn't even realize how much I needed it until I was like started crying to my organizer. She must have like thought I was insane um, because I felt like my office was out of control and it was so hard to focus and it didn't feel abundant and it didn't feel clear and it didn't feel mindful to me and I had to really get it in check so that I could sit down to work and really feel on top of my stuff and that I was in my best space with my best energy and it shifted everything and as my business grows and grows and grows I need an even clearer space so that I can really just be in the present moment and be one with my clients and what I'm teaching and what I'm doing it has made all the difference it really has and then on to phase two I don't know have you heard of this book that's all the rage right now called the life-changing magic of tidying up. Have you heard about it? Uh, I did hear about it, and I don't know how I heard about it. Um, yeah, but and, you know, it makes sense, doesn't it? All you need to do is have the title of the book. Oh, and my so God, think it's about amazing. That. See, so, I like that. That's me. I, yeah, I, I, I'm the tidying up kind. Yeah, okay, me too. <laughs> so I really feel like the universe sent this to me because I heard about the book, and then I kept hearing about the book, and every time I turned on my computer, there was a blog post from someone talking about this book, and then a client actually brought me the book as a gift, and I was like, okay, universe, I'm supposed to tidy up. I get it. You're sending me all these signs, like someone's actually putting it in my hands, and I did it, and I did my closet first, which is where you're supposed to start. It was the most freeing experience. Oh my goodness. So what you do with this process, it's a Japanese woman who wrote the book and her process is, it's not about what you're taking out, it's about what you're putting back in. So you literally empty your entire closet onto the floor. You take everything out. That's what I do. You hold everything 
and you decide if this item brings you joy. And if it brings you joy, you put it back in. And if it doesn't, you don't, and you thank it for its service, and you say thank you for being with me, and now it's time for you to find another home. And all of a sudden, I had six jumbo-sized trash bags to give away and donate of stuff. And I don't even know where all this stuff came from, but it's the stuff that no longer brought me joy. It was the you know, long sleeves that were too gross to wear out that I considered like loungewear, but I didn't need 50 of them shoved in a drawer. You know, the white tank tops that have been washed a million times and have deodorant on them. And, you know, just the stuff you never wear anymore that's just shoved in there that does not bring you joy. And I literally took it all out, didn't put it all, any of it back in. And everything in my closet now feels good. I walk in and I can breathe. It just, there's more space in there. It just feels amazing. Have you ever done that process? Yeah, I do it all the time. And actually, that is my process. And that's why I said to you, when I'm working on a project, you'll come in a room and there'll be stuff all over the table. There'll be stuff all over the floors because that is my process. I have to take everything out so I could see it. You know, my friends, you know, say that I am a visual person. But I'm a 35,000 square foot visual person. My best friend, Linda, who's also a producer, she is like a triple Virgo. And she is a 200 square foot visual person, meaning we look at details differently, but we always get to the same place. We just get there differently. Does that make sense, Allie? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Wow. We're going to take a short break. When we come back. We've got a special gift from Alley Katz joining us here today. Special meditation all about kindness and decluttering. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Preceding audio was via a Skype call. Enlightening, humorous, and compassionate. Listen live to The Kelly Ballard Show, insight and inspiration from the great beyond. Kelly is a fourth-generation medium and intuitive who covers topics ranging from grief, spirit guides, and listening to your intuition. Kelly can help you get answers and guidance from the other side with a little bit of humor and a lot of healing. Tune in to The Kelly Ballard Show, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You got attitude, keys to the rescue. Adjust your attitude with Keys Clear Protein Waters. So refreshing. Just a few sips of Keys will give you a whole new outlook, thanks to 22 grams of the happiest protein on earth. Tongue-tingling tasty without the guilt of naughty or nasty ingredients. If that doesn't put a smile on your face, maybe you need to drink too. Put a little in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. On Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please, dot com. Tired of traditional talk? People pontificating about this or that, the left or the right. 
Sometimes the truth is just all lost in the noise. Tune in each week to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher on TransformationTalkRadio.com, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, as nationally known guests talk about what's important to you, your life, your concerns, and your success. Tune in and turn on to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher. Visit ChuckGallagher.com for more information. Are you tired of being tired? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know the adrenal glands, the workhorse of the body? They are the means by which you position yourself in life for whatever comes your way. Tiny but mighty, producing hormones the body uses to promote energy and vitality. These adrenals determine how you respond to stress, and when depleted, the body loses its ability to function powerfully when we need it most. The much-needed adrenaline or epinephrine is not available for emergency situations. Cortisone and cortisol, the longer-acting anti-stress adrenal hormones, can also become depleted due to the pace of our everyday lives. We overwork and undernutrition our most powerful ally that helps us to live the lives we desire. We are able to determine the optimum function of the adrenals and put your system back in balance. Contact us today to feel powerfully energized at 888-777-4232 or visit us at maryjanemack.com. The following audio is via a Skype call. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Allie, oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for today. Um, before we do the meditation, please, please let someone, let everybody know the best way to find out more about you. And then you're going to guide, tell us about, you know, the meditation you've created for us for today. Perfect. Well, you guys can find me at livemoreradio.com. And there you can sign up for my inspirational and motivational newsletter that comes out on Mondays full of tips and stories and ideas for ways to bring more mindfulness and peace into your life. And you can also um, go on to Amazon and get my book, Hot Mess to Mindful Mom. So those are two great ways to learn more. And we are going to do a nice and easy breath and body awareness meditation simply to declutter your mind and give yourself some internal space to just breathe and feel peace and calm and just to actually feel stillness without feeling like you need to do anything else. So just give this kindness the to yourself. Your price do policy options based to on your budget. So you finally get a say. Be nice and wow. What if you didn't get a say, right? Wow. What I'm the heck is coming this. in on our phone? It is the weirdest it's thing in the world. I don't even understand how that's even happening. I, I don't know what that is. I don't see anything. Isn't that fascinating? I just think we're talking about cluttering, and we got the Menahunis in our computer. Yeah. Right? I don't see anything on mine, but if it is, I sincerely apologize, but I don't well, see anything. I love that that's happening because here's a perfect example. We live in a high-tech world, right? And as we live in a high-tech world, there are going to be stuff like that that are going to happen to us 24-7. So we probably have to do a little decluttering of our own technology, and I'm going to be so on that. Yep, and it's all about being kind to yourself, and when something happens, it happens, and you just roll with it. You just roll with it. So let's begin our meditation, if we could. Okay, and I would like to tell everyone that sound is never a barrier to meditation. So if something does pop on during the meditation, it is perfectly okay. We welcome anything into our experience, 
and we just breathe through it. We don't have to go into story or wonder what it is. We just roll with it, okay? So I want everyone to get comfortable and just sit up nice and tall. Your hands can be in your lap, wherever it feels comfortable to you. Your feet can be on the floor if you're sitting in a chair. They can be, you know, cross-legged if you're curled up on the couch or somewhere that that feels comfortable. And you can start by breathing in and out of your nose with your eyes closed. Just taking some nice, long, deep breaths. Really connecting with your breath and connecting with your body. Knowing that you're in the right place at the right time. Doing just what you need to do for yourself to be kind to yourself and to declutter your mind and let yourself be peaceful and calm. And you can focus on your breath coming in and out of your nose, feeling how the air is cool as you breathe in and warm as you breathe out. Cool as you breathe in and warm as you breathe out. And you can shift your attention to your rib cage and how it expands and contracts as you breathe. As you inhale, you feel it expand. And as you exhale, you feel it contract. And then you can shift your attention to the rise and fall of your belly. Mm. And how when you inhale, your belly rises. And when you exhale, your belly falls. It's called belly breathing. Just being with that inhale and that exhale. And you can let your breath return to its natural rhythm, like it's on autopilot, with a natural beginning and a natural end. Making sure our bodies are nice and relaxed. Letting go of the need for any facial expression at all. Our forehead is relaxed. Our eyes. our cheeks, our jaw, even your tongue, your neck is relaxed. As you exhale, you can feel your shoulders fall away from your ears. 
and a sense of calm spreads across your chest and wraps around to your back. And even your belly is nice and soft. And your hips sink into the chair or the cushion supporting you. And your right leg relaxes from hip to toe. And then your left. And then we'll shift our focus to matching our inhale and our exhale. So as we inhale, we'll silently in our minds count to three. And as we exhale, we'll count to three. Inhale to a silent count of three. And exhale to a silent count of three. If you notice that you feel distracted without judgment, simply return to matching your inhale and your exhale. Continuing to match our inhale and our exhale. If you notice any tension creeping back up in your body, simply breathe into that space that feels tight, allowing yourself to relax even further. you can begin to come back to your environment, the noises around you, stretching your body a bit, possibly taking a moment to set an intention for the rest of the day. And when you feel ready, you can slowly open your eyes. How did that feel? Wow. wow. Allie, thank you so Are you decluttered and relaxed? Definitely am. And yeah. exactly what is needed for today. Thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Alley cats, everybody. Wow. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. And remember, you can find out more about Allie. Go to livemoreradio.com. More about us 
Go to the Dr. Pat Show. We will see you next time. And for those of you listening, Transformation Talk Radio, lots going on. Stay tuned. TransformationTalkRadio.com.